2: episode 82 of the in kicks we trust podcast i am here with the
1: full in kicks we trust team kev how's it going hey what's going on everyone collie how's it
3: going i mean by the time this is over i should be doing just great i mean the fest would have been done and then like the summer's all the way here i have no complaints
2: <laughs> oh man Steve, just for context, uh, we're going to a barbecue over the weekend, our friend's hosting, which is is basically just going to be every kind of hot dog, which he refers to as glizzies that you can think of. So Literally. your regular beef, chicken, turkey, your regular mixture of all three or four.
4: Uh, yeah, grilled, <laughs> so smoked,
1: like, steamed, yeah. yeah.
4: That's interesting, hot dogs. We actually have in the tri-state area here, Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse, they've each got their own kind of signature hot dog. And everybody, you know, is loyal to their area's hot dog. And here in Rochester, oh, I know. we have Zweigel's and they're amazing like anybody yeah. that moves away here is always like having people back here ship them to me like my son <laughs> Denver, and they'll literally you can order it from the plant like cold packed and they'll ship you the hot dogs Oh the yeah. no way they're amazing though man so that's good
0: that is proper that is that's, proper. Proper. That is
1: very that's about proper. the
0: cut they're about the customers for sure man yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
4: oh yeah Loyal well, customers.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they know that their hometown folk miss their hot dogs when they leave. That's probably why too. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> we promise next week we'll give you the full rundown on how Glizzy Fest was. Shout out to the homie Chef Creasel for putting on a barbecue specifically dedicated to hot dogs. Nice. Juan, how's it going? I'm good. How's everyone? Fantastic.
0: Chilling, chilling.
2: And Rich, what's good? What's good? good? And as you would have heard, we have Steve on, but you may know him as Happy Life Wood. I'm sorry, Steve, I mess that up all the time. And it's Happy right. Life and all the words <laughs> are jumbled up. But uh, yeah. you, may, you may know Steve, he's done some really cool sneakers themed artwork with different types of woods and stuff like that. So he's been featured on Nice Kicks recently and I'm happy to have him on. So, Steve, welcome.
4: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, man, we appreciate you jumping on. The artwork you do is crazy. I know um, when we had Andy on a couple of weeks ago, he was mentioning you, and I personally hadn't heard of you, but when I went through your stuff after, it was it's crazy to see, man. The stuff is crazy detail that you do. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Yeah, man, it was it was really good. So really excited to get into that with you. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear more about it.
0: Awesome. Definitely. The process for me is what I'm interested in. Yeah, to know what I goes know. into all of it, because... Yeah, I, I had to look at the page too, man. I'm like, man, this thing is <laughs> this is nuts. Um, no, I, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm definitely getting. I'm off. definitely getting. I'm definitely getting one. Just, just like so you know. <laughs> hopefully, I can get one. I shouldn't even say it like that. Yeah, hopefully.
1: He's a busy hopefully. man, I'm sure. Right?
0: We can, we can work, we can work something out down the line. I'm in no rush, but <laughs> so hopefully.
4: You better get get on the list now. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh yeah. yeah. No, no. That's what i said. I'm in no rush, so I, I can get on the list, man. But. I mean, based on what I've seen, like from what I've seen, I'm just like, this is just amazing, 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 amazing. So I'm excited to hear the process and what goes into it. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, definitely
2: excited to get into it. But we will start this off like we always do with our weekly wares and pickups. So, Kev, why don't you kick it off?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll speed through this. I know we got a lot to talk about with Steve. So, wares, Chicago SP Dunk Low. I also undies the treeline Air Max ones the other day. Atmos Air Max One elephants I rocked, uh, and then I rocked the what I call the Air Kanotski, that hybrid with the 97 upper, the Air Max One midsole, Air Max ones white schematics. And it rained the other day, so you know I always had to bust out my reptile Air Max One pair. And then today I rocked the Amamanier Jordan Three. So those were my wares for the week. And then I didn't have many pickups. actually just had one. I was trying to throw in an assist on sneakers for those Amamonier Jordan 2s. Missed on that. But, you know, as always, I was enter for other things that are on there too. And I was able to get the hoodie, the black Amamonier Jordan hoodie. So I don't know if I'll keep that or not. We'll see how it looks in hand. And people are saying it, it fits small. So... I don't know. I, I did get an extra large. So if it doesn't fit me or I don't like the way it looks, it's either going to go back straight to Nike or if anybody else wants it, then it's up for grabs. So
2: that was my week. Dope, dope. I had do that real quick, Kev. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, excited to, to get that. to Steve. Sorry. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll, Our wears on, and man. pickups are irrelevant this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good week, Kev. Kali, what about you?
3: I'm going to keep it nice and simple too. No pickups. waiting you know i tried to enter some raffles for people as well you know i should hit on adidas but you can't always hit on adidas you know i gotta let some other people win so where's my summer pack it's uh wave runners i got uh, the acronym blazers and also the triple black ultra boost and that's pretty much it
2: nice good week collie juan what about you how many jordan ones did you rock this week uh two i'll keep it pretty quick too because i don't want i want to hear more about steve Two pairs of Jordan ones, the usual, you know, royals. And I wore the top threes actually. I wore five hundreds, Rich. I'm sorry. They're you know, they're comfortable. I mean good old regular panda dunks like everyone else wears, but I don't care. It's easy to wear.
0: <laughs> uh, pickups, not nothing too crazy. I got those foam runners for babies for like my godson. And other than that, let's talk about Steve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Look at that. All right, Steve, let's hear what you've been wearing and do you have any pickups?
4: You know what? I'm in my shop so much that I wear pretty much Carhartt stuff 24-7. <laughs> it's all Carhartt shorts, shirts. But uh, I did get package from a company called Be A Good Person, and I actually got this shirt on right now. And they sent me a bunch of shirts, and it's a really dope brand. Check them out on Instagram, but uh, they sent me a bunch of shirts And I did pick up a pair of uh, Jordan 1 low golf shoes, the Chicago's uh, last week, because I'm I'm big into golf and I rocked those this weekend. So pretty pumped about those. Nice. Trev's a big golf guy. I am also a big
2: golf guy. Yes, I did. I did not. I did not go for the Jordan 1s because I have the white cement fours okay all right and i'm a little the jordan golf shoes are really expensive like they're just really expensive for a shoe that we can only wear six-ish months out of the year so i know
4: but i i got them for a pretty good price actually um it's crazy has anybody ever been on like poshmark for shoes ever looked on there
3: i've looked but it's more american than canadian
4: yeah i haven't yeah. bought
2: anything but i've seen stuff
3: on there
4: well, yeah i found them they're brand new in the box authenticated and everything and, and it turns out that the guy that was selling them was like an hour away from me so we worked oh, out nice. i got them and it was perfect man and i don't know man they're, they're just so comfortable on the golf course you gotta you gotta try them out i don't know how your fours are but the ones are like the, the most comfortable golf shoes i've ever worn Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's good to know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised at that because I figured the ones would have had less
4: cushioning and been a little bit more flatter. No, they're they're just, I don't know, they're just so comfortable And that if you see a pair, they're actually, the sole is actually more, it bends, like it's more flexible than a regular pair sure. of ones. Because I have other ones too, just regular. And I don't know what it is, but I absolutely love them. I didn't have to break them in, nothing. They The first time I wore them, they were so good interesting very yeah. interesting
1: and i think the jordan one low golf shoe they don't have spikes on
4: them is am i mistaken there the soft Thread. spikes yeah, yeah they have like Thread, soft yeah. spikes
2: yeah
4: yeah you could almost wear them as regular, <laughs> that gonna regular say. shoes because the air max one golf
1: shoes have a similar tread Am I?
4: is it like Thread. that yeah. Yeah? yeah like that okay okay yeah
2: Yeah, I don't mind the soft spikes on them because it's like, I mean, if you're wearing them in the summer, like I my other, the big ones I wear most of the summer, Steve, are I have a black and white pair of Air Max ones. That's like the main one I wear during the summer. My only issue is I I have a bunch of different Nike golf shoes. Like I've got two pairs of Air Maxes. I've got a pair of the Roche runs, the leather ones with the spikes on the bottom. I've got the Epic React golf shoes. And again, like I've paid nothing for those. Like they all hit outlets up here. Sorry, not outlets, clearance centers up here. Oh, nice. So like the Epic Reacts, I think were 50 or 60 bucks. The Roche runs were 40. Oh, wow. So yeah, like, I mean, it was kind of... It was during like 2021 when there was nothing in these stores, but the only thing the clearance center had was golf shoes in every size and every color. I was like, this is
4: fantastic. I've always worn, you know, foot joy, you know, typical, you know, golf branded shoes. And I'm like, wow, they're coming out with Jordan golf shoes. It it blew my mind when they first started coming out with them. But have you guys ever heard of East side golf? I have East not. No, no. You, you got to check them out. They're the. Uh, yeah, I have. they up nice and designs. coming. Yeah, they're up and coming, man. They're everywhere. And they put out a. You've probably seen it. It's a, the Fours, uh, an Eastside Golf edition. And I think it's selling on oh, StockX yeah. right now for like i don't know 1400 bucks or something like that but i yes i know what the ones you're talking about yeah they did like a
2: uh like an iteration off the white cement
4: for i believe it was something yeah yeah and i did their um i did their logo in wood just fairly recently you you, you see it on my page but these guys are so awesome man and it you know it kind of goes back to what i was saying where it's you know I used to go out on the golf course and it's like, okay, you're wearing your titleist, your foot joy, you're paying all the all these brands. And now these guys are really starting to take streetwear and really introduce it into the golf world and just their whole kind of mission is to diversify the game so that you know, everybody, all walks of life can actually play and feel comfortable when they're playing, you know. So mm-hmm. they're not, you know, golf is this, you know, tight Gosh, sport. Or, you know, gotta have the collar and the, you know, but they're introducing this whole new line of stuff. And they're, I mean, they're working with Jordan. They're check out their page, man. You see them with everyone. They're all the NBA guys are wearing their stuff. And they're great guys too. I'm actually in talks with them right now to doing something that's, that's really, really cool.
2: You know what? And I, I remember when I started golfing, the first pair of shoes I had were a cheap pair of Adidas shoes that I got when we went down to the States one year just your standard white shoe, black sole, but it basically would look like any of those shoes you described, right? Steve tightless foot joy, like your standard golf shoe. Right. And I always, I always remember thinking going like, I don't like these shoes. Like, I just don't like these shoes. Like they're just (laughs) so blah. Like there's just nothing. Once I started to like, you know, Get into sneakers and you know get in more into golf it's like I want like cool golf shoes I want to wear like an Air Max one on the course I want to wear like a Roche Run or like an Epic React or whatever it is right yeah so I, I definitely agree like I feel more stylish wearing those shoes and I like I like my outfit much better because I'm I'm kind of the same I'm more of like a streetwear like basketball style yeah like frequently yeah. when I play I wear an arm sleeve
4: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> right like <laughs> It's not like a golf thing per se, but like I wear an arm sleeve all the time because sometimes it's like it's cold enough where it's like uh, short sleeves is not enough, but yeah. the long sleeves is too much. So just the one sleeve kind of keeps the one arm cold and the other yeah. one's good. It kind gotcha. of
4: it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you you yeah, know it's, it's crazy i mean you're seeing a little bit of it on tour now you got guys like bubba watson and Keegan bradley and these guys that are wearing jordans out there and you know ricky fowler really started the whole kind of movement of that that kind of look with the fitted and the you know the louder colors and so i'm, I'm hoping that it goes more that way man you want you know you don't want it to just be you know stiff old guys out there playing you, want, <laughs> you know you want you want younger kids out there and it's just gonna there's gonna be more allure when they can go out there and be authentic be themselves you know yeah. so. who was
1: the who was the one golfer that had off-whites customized to be golf shoes brooks kepka is that who it is?
4: Koepka, yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah he had some off off-white 90s good.
2: or something like that yeah and i think, I, think yeah. I remember they were asking him about him at a press conference and about his shoes and he's like you don't have these, man. You just don't have these. <laughs> and most of the people are like, what does this mean? Like, what, are, what? what's with the shoes? Why are you wearing a hang tag on your shoes? And everyone else is like, oh. there's there's a few people who are like, oh, I see what you're doing there, man. I see. So, not a hang tag, but yeah. oh, I see what you're wearing there.
1: Yeah. No, but you guys are totally right. I mean, yeah, like golf shoes, just used to be like the the Callaways the foot joys and titleists and whatever, like the fanciest that it got or the nicest that we get you have like a wingtip style or something on yeah, it, right. Yeah. And then like, you know, when, when Tiger when Tiger was with Nike, I think that's when it started to go a little bit more athletic and yeah you just you never really had the Jordan stuff or or you know like it's kind of stuff you guys are talking about right now. But uh yeah, no, I just like the way that golf's heading right now too.
2: Definitely. Need to get you a pair of Air Max 1 golf shoes, Kev, to get you out on the course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it
1: probably would get me back on the course for sure.
2: (laughs) Nice. Good week, Steve. I don't have a lot of wares to discuss this week, but I do have pickups and I have a big one, so we definitely need to discuss this one. All
1: right.
2: (laughs) Wares. I wore my Nike Free Run 2 Wolf Greys. That's an original pair from uh, 2011, 2010 something like that
3: i uh, what what ones again it's free run oh. twos the ones that are
2: that they just retro oh and free this... run Ooh, i think it's two
3: the, maybe 2011 yeah i don't know free runs are very hard to remember the year
2: there's a lot of them so yeah it, it's one of the original pairs like one of the first ones. the ones that are that are out in the stores now that they just retroed. that's the one i have i believe it's free run two so went to a golf tournament on friday with james b wills so Yeah, I wore those to drive up because it's like an hour and a half drive to his place. So (laughs) I just wanted something comfy on my feet and that was sufficient (laughs) to wear after golf and for driving, so... Wore those were my Air Jordan 3 free throw lines and actually got a lot of love for that shoe. I think everyone's very excited about the new retro, so I'm going to try and wear mine a little bit more. Still haven't decided if I get a new pair, if I want to leave one at the front door or not, with my infrared 23 threes being my front door shoe. I don't know that I need a front door pair, the, uh, white, the, cements. White, the white cements, but I they never have enough. I, never but have enough. but I'm, I'm on that boat where I, I want another pair, I think so. We'll see where where we go with that when that comes out next year. We had a barbecue at Kev's house on the weekend. So I wore my Air Jordan 4 Cool Grays with my Washington Wizard shorts just for Rich. (laughs) (laughs) And most importantly, I've worn a couple times this week my Crocs.
1: Okay. (laughs) Guys on the
2: The new (laughs) one. We
0: rotation. Let's go. Let's go.
2: Just a standard pair of black Crocs. Steve, nothing nothing Uh, super special, but... Uh, I will say I wore them barefoot today for the first time, and that was very weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do the barefoot thing. I try to, try to wear socks. I've worn slides a bunch of times barefoot, and they're fine. I noticed when I was wearing these, and I literally just went went to the end of my driveway to move my car so my parents could leave. <laughs> I noticed that you know when your foot falls or when your leg falls asleep, and you get that tingling sensation in your foot. Yeah, yeah. that's what it felt like. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just me and I'm not used to that or what that is, but I it was very strange, like it not pleasant. Like I don't think I could walk around barefoot in those. So just an observation. I'll just throw that out there.
0: <laughs> nah, I stay with the socks for sure.
2: Most of the time I do, crocs but true. you know, when you're like you're just oh, can you yeah, move yeah. your car and I don't have socks on and you know I just slip my crocs on? I was like huh that's 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 strange that's <laughs> but like that
4: I wear, I wear them with socks all the time in my in my shop they're they're comfortable to wear on
3: so. super comfortable man
2: oh yeah they're great i just i it was it was it was strange i i was i've never put on a slide that i was like oh that's that's a very strange feeling <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh
2: so those are my wares two pickups so the first one less exciting than the the second one I ordered some more NBA shorts, as everyone knows. I'm a big NBA shorts guy. So I ordered the Rockets. Oh, nice. Okay. The pinstripe navy ones. Nice. And I ordered Golden State. Let's go. yeah, uh, like the We Believe era. So I, I really mm. I always really liked these shorts. So I found them on Fanatics actually, ironically enough. They were pretty oh, cheap because yeah? they're usually about 140 bucks here, Canadian, and then Usually there's like taxes and shipping. It ends up being about 160. Sometimes you can get them on sale for like one like with sale 140, but uh, mm-hmm. I ended up picking them both up for 120 each. Nice. They, and uh, they ship- are they Mitchell and Ness? They're Mitchell and Ness, yes. Yeah. Nice. And they shipped from the states too. And I didn't get charged duties or anything like that at the door. So oh, bonus. I was very, very happy about that. So that, that worked out quite well. So I'm trying one of those afterpay things on those. Not for oh, okay. any particular, not for any particular reason I was just like let me try this and see how it works
1: yeah no interest you might as well just pay it over four payments whatever
2: yeah I just figured I'd try it I, I was I was thinking I'd do it on a larger purchase but I was like yeah. ah, you know what let me try it out see how I see how it works so <laughs> yeah, I've
4: never done that before
2: neither have I it's it was I didn't need to it was just kind of one of those like eh, okay yeah. you know yeah. let me try this let me see
1: how yeah. it works. I, I went through a phase like that too and I was like, oh yeah, I've never tried this with like Sezzle and Afterpay and I bought a, a bunch of things. I think it was around when Concepts, uh, you know, dropped the Air Max ones. So a lot, bunch of the toddler ones and stuff like that I was able to get whatever. But I think I had like bought five or six different things, like smaller things or whatever. And then it's nice to not have to pay it all at once, but then all of a sudden you're like, this payment has been taken from your account this. And then you're just like, shit. I don't even remember what, what it was for. And you know, like how many more payments are left. And I've got like, you know, payments coming out every week. Now it's almost just like buying it all at once anyway. So it's no interest, no interest. No yeah. interest. Yeah. Nice. It's
2: strange that there's no interest or charge for that. That's what I always find. Yeah. strange. That Like how does that business model operate? But yeah, <laughs> you can pay it over four separate payments. So I was like, ah, you know what? I've never tried this. Let me just see how this yeah. works. And,
4: no interest i always assumed there was interest
2: so did i to be honest with you and then i, exactly. I i'd heard more about it and it's like oh yeah it's it's interest-free and i was like how do they like how does that business model operate <laughs> but it, hey whatever i'm yeah. i'm willing to try to talk about it on the podcast yeah. <laughs> they wait
3: for the people that forget about it and don't pay it i think
2: that's what it is you're is right if you don't you're pay right. it then exactly there's, a, then there's a lot of people that that do that so yeah yeah, so, well, I mean, I, I used it on my credit card, which I could have just bought the shorts outright on, so it's, <laughs> not, a big, it's not a big deal, but I, fi- I figured I'd try it and see how I liked it. So that's the first pickup. And the second pickup, so shout-out to the homie Mike Williams. He was at Kev's place on the weekend, and he alerted me to a steal that was at a local shop in Toronto. So I forgot about that, Trevor. There he is. Whoa. It came in already, too, huh? Yeah, came in this morning. Oh, a gun. <laughs> I'm holding up the Jordan 1 breads 2016 2016, 2016 pair they have a ton of fairy dust on them
1: those are dope yeah man what a steal he got them for too oh you got them for me can I see can I can you just show me like the the condition of them because what that those are like basically brand new man I
2: swear like they don't look like they've been worn at all like maybe at most tried on that's crazy Uh, but like yeah. if you look like stars look at the stars on the yeah no it, like they it, are it, yeah. basically fully intact no nowhere at all nowhere at all like i mean toolbox, like i mean oh. no crease at all like and i got these for so it was after taxes it was 760 canadian so rich that's probably what 500 us yeah 600 us 550 something like that mm-hmm. like
1: Some, yeah maybe like 600 us <laughs>
2: Like it's a it's a really good condition, but still
1: those are like over a thousand US used. Yeah, like maybe close to it, right? In your size, right? Yeah, I'm
2: I'm a size twelve, Steve, so it's a little bit more expensive for my size. So yeah, like I'm, (laughs) it was a great deal. Mike was like, "Trev, do you want these?" I'm like, "Yeah," (laughs) and we're like, "You better buy those." Search. (laughs) I have my bread toes and I really like my bread toes. Like I like no, the white, I, no, I, I, no. I, I know I like, and I, I've already decided I'm going to sell a bunch of Jordans at sneaker Con, So I've started to put them aside for sneaker Con specifically. Cause I think I can really cash out on a few things to kind of pay for a pair like this, but yeah, like I basically a DS pair for $760 Canadian, like, and that's with tax and everything, right? Like it was less than that before. Like I think yeah. the original posting was like 600 or something like that.
1: So I think if anything, it'd just be like laced up and tried on. That's what I would say. That yeah, they don't even look like they're worn at all. That's crazy, Trev. Yeah, amazing.
2: like there's no amazing. sock, like no sock, like linked on the like on the right
1: tab.
2: Right, there. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's in pretty good condition. I have to say, a little bit of a sticker mark in there, so they've probably been worn. But yeah, like they are basically a
4: great match. price, man.
2: Glad yeah. you got them back. Definitely. Yeah, I, I can't complain at all. I'm I'm very, very happy to have those back. So shout out to Mike Williams for uh letting me know about that. I was very happy with that pickup. And now I'm debating what to do with my bread toes. <laughs> I them don't moved. I don't want to get rid of them, but I'm gonna I At the like door, man.
0: Them. What do you mean? Put them at the well,
2: door. Well they've been at the door. I just do I like I was just I was gonna just put these at the door and then what do I do
0: I need the bread toes? I don't know. If you you like the bread toes? Keep them. I keep them.
2: I I really do like the bread toes. I just, I, I know some people are like they're not breads, they're not breads, but I really like that like sail panel on the side. I think it's really sharp. Just keep them both. I keep them. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I'll do. I don't like
0: to.
2: I don't like to keep doubles that are similar like that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'm gonna be able.
0: That's an exception, man. That's that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, great. That's a great pickup for sure. I love that you didn't even think, like, we were like, yo, you got to get it. Trevor's like, all right, done. <laughs> I yeah. like that. no peer pressure, nothing. Honestly, no, it was, Honestly, like, no. Hey, it was right. literally,
2: it was literally just like, what does the table think about this? And everyone was like, yeah, you're stupid if you don't buy it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> and, and like, I, I can't remember who said it. I think you all did. But I mean, like, if I really got the shoe in and I was like, I just can't do it for whatever reason. I, I, like, I know you make your money. Easily you could move that for a thousand if you want it, right? Yeah.
1: So no. you're not losing money, let's just put it that way. No,
2: yeah, that's the way I like to think of it. It was an investment, guys. Yeah. it was an investment. It's
4: right. <laughs> always an investment, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: And ones last forever, right? Like you can just get them stitched back up and you're good to go. That's a go. <laughs> that is my week.
1: Good week,
4: Trev.
0: Thank you. Rich, so, what do you got? Where's I just wore honestly this week. The Air Max one, the heavies, I wore that to Kev's over the weekend. Dope pair. And just Panda Dunks, man. Sorry, Colin. The Panda Dunks is, yo, literally, they're just at the front door. Like, it's just one of those shoes. They're so shit, but at the same time, just, like, so functional in terms of, like, the color. You could wear them with anything. I think that's what I love about them the most is, like, you could literally wear that shoe with anything. So, they're at the front door, man. So, Panda Dunks and the heavies, man. That's, that's pretty much it for the week for me. Oh, I'm lying. My pickup I wore. Sorry, I just didn't want to say it because uh I'll show it to my pickup. I actually I gave you guys the heads up of what it was at the barbecue. I don't know if you remember. Juan will appreciate this pair. It's the Jordan one. Oh nice. Over <laughs> nice. the yellow, yeah, man. Beautiful. So, those are nice. Beautiful shoe, man. Like I've always said, I love the black toe color blocking. So for me, it's just it's a no-brainer, man. It's uh from the best best hand pack, I believe it is. It's it's called. I had the clay greens. And I had the blue pair as well. Shout out to JB. Got that blue pair. And then, yeah, this player was, I think, a Europe and Japan exclusive or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. shout out to the homie.
1: Yellow's really nice on that one. I like the yellow.
0: Yeah, proper, proper, proper. So Good shade.
1: I
4: love the shade of yellow. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. that's. It. I mean, I have more, but it's all <laughs> about Steve tonight. So, we're going to keep this short and sweet.
4: You know that shoe would look really good in wood. Ah, <laughs> see,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're
4: on the same wavelength,
0: man. But yeah, it's dope, man. I love the yellow, it pops, and like I said, I love the, the color blocking that black toe color block. It's just, it's just nice. Right. It's not a pair you see too often, I think, especially out here in Canada. So yeah, that's my one of the many
1: pickups. Nice, 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 good one, Rich. Well, yeah. All right. so- like Rich said, it's all about Steve now. So if you haven't noticed already, we have the extremely talented Steve Thompson, uh, also known as uh, Happy Life Wood on Instagram. If you haven't checked out his page or seen his work before, he does woodwork, you know, not, not just sneakers, but he's done, you know, athletes, a bunch of other stuff too. But yeah, I mean, he's been featured a lot on, on sneaker IG pages and social media and things like that too for his woodworking. So appreciate you joining us, Steve. Welcome.
4: Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it's just been awesome to see your work
1: and, and how you've uh, just I don't know just kind of exploded really. So it's it's awesome to have you on because I, we'd like to get into how this all came about and you know like just the process and everything because when I look at your work. You know, the mind blow emoji, like that's just basically my face every single time when I see your posts <laughs> and, and the stuff on online, it's just insane to me, like how you do all this stuff. So we'll get into that later, but you know, we are a sneaker podcast and you are a sneaker guy. So let's get into some of your sneaker history. So tell us a little bit about where your sneaker journey began. Like when are some some of your favorite brands, models and colorways that sort of got you into sneakers?
4: Yeah. So I'm a little bit older than you guys probably, but, you know, I always loved sneakers since I was a kid and, you know, I grew up in the eighties and really kind of just before the real sneaker movement and, you know, the Jordans really, you know, I, I, I was never able to afford, you know, a lot of the, the Jordans, but, uh, you know, I played basketball. So like that was the one time I could get, you know, a really good pair of sneakers and my entire, my senior year, my entire, entire basketball team wore the uh, OG Chicago ones. And I, I wish I still had those to this day, but yeah, I mean, in ever since then, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm just a big fan of the retros and the the OGs. I respect a lot of the different, you know, hype sneakers that come out and the, the different, you know, new releases and stuff but I'm really, my thing are the the OGs and the, you know, the retro sneakers. So yeah, I mean, I don't have a real extensive collection. I'm not a real big collector. I just, I love sneakers. I love the aspect of, you know, the artistic realm of, of a sneaker. Cause in, you know, to me, that's, you know, that's what really it boils down to is that looking at it as a piece of art and, you know, the design that goes into it. And, you know, so that's, I think that's really what's resonated with my work with the sneaker community is, you know, the fact that, you know, sneakerheads. I think for the most part, look at sneakers as art. You get most people that you're, you know, you talk about, you know, about sneakers and about sneaker heads and, and how sneakers are so big and they're just like, but they're just sneak, you know, they don't get it, you know, but it's like, they don't get that. It's like a, you're collecting art. And so Definitely. I think when sneakerheads or the sneaker community sees my work, it's like looking at what they perceive as art in like an even another art form. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that way, you know. But I you know I have some I have the the cement threes, I have the base Jam elevens, I have the Concord elevens. Uh, what else do I have? I have some fours. So I have a, a small select you know collection. But since I've really gotten into kind of submersing myself into the sneaker community with my art, it's getting there, man. It's, I'm, I think it's, I'm going to catch the bug here soon because I know my uh, fiance will probably want to kill me. But it's it's uh, you know I'm starting to look at all the releases and like you know I'm starting to get that itch. So yeah, I mean that's really my journey with sneakers. But like I said, I've always. I've always loved shoes in general, just sneakers, shoes, whatever it is. To me, it's what pulls everything together in terms of fit, you know, and I've always felt that way, whether I was, you know, dressing up, I worked in the corporate world for 25 years. So I always had to wear, you know, in the beginning, before everything went business casual, I wore a suit to work, you know, mm-hmm. so it was always, you know, it was for me, it was always like, what shoes am I wearing? Because I, for me, it's like what touches everything off.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, a good point about the art thing, too. I mean, coming from an art guy like yourself, I remember just looking at sneakers when I was a kid and thinking that like, yeah, they were a piece of art, like the designs, you know, some of the just the pieces of a sneaker, you can kind of pick them apart and look at them as a piece of art because The Jordan 4 for me, let's say, for example, like those wings, like something about that wing was just like, man, it just seems so futuristic. And then even Jordan, the Jordan 6s where the the tongue itself had, you know, like two holes where you can kind of put your fingers through and it had that back heel tab and it just looked so like futuristic. It was almost like, yeah, like an art thing. And then you know, like, let's not even get into the, the visible air units like that itself was like a piece of art in itself, right? So
4: absolutely, absolutely. um, You can't tell Tinker Hatfield that this (laughs) stuff is an art, you know, and he's you know, designing these masterpieces, you know, and I mean, that's a, that's an artist designing a piece of art that's functional, you know, there's, there's obviously, it's got to have those two aspects, but to me, it's, it, it really is, it's really art. Yeah, for sure. And
1: you know, like, on your IG feed, I mean, it's hard to see your collection because you know most of it's your art stuff. But I, I you know, we catch a couple of pictures here and there. You rocking some pairs. So, what would you say are some of your favorite pairs that you have in your collection?
4: My, I mean, my grail is is definitely the the Concord Elevens. I just, to me, it's a shoe that really changed the whole landscape in terms of a shoe just having design qualities but it, to me, it's just so classy looking. It's just a class. I mean, to, to use patent leather on a sneaker when they did to me was just revolutionary. So that's my grail. I'm a big fan of the threes. Like I said, I have the the black cement threes. I, I love the silhouette of that, that shoe. Fours. I've recently become a big fan of the twos and I wanted to get the, what's the, the release they just did with the two, the unions and uh, the what was it the the gray uh
1: rattan uh, like that yeah they called it rattan i think it was the color yeah
4: yeah i I tried to get those but i i didn't but i don't know man there's something about that shoe lately that's really you know to me it's it's really um underrated i think Mm -hmm. it's a it's a really nice shoe
1: yeah for sure they did, did i mean union always does really nice on their collabs but for sure they brought the light on that jordan too for sure but
0: and uh, I,
4: you know, I really, I appreciate textures. And so I love the use of suede and, you know, different types of materials that just give it, you know, a uh, multifaceted textures mm-hmm. it's really big for me.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. For sure. And sorry, Steve, uh,
4: what, what size are you? I'm a 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Okay. Yeah. 13, you know, sometimes, but really 12 and a half. So it's tough. I could wear 12s, but they're just, whenever I do get 12s, because I'm kind of forced into it and I'm impatient and I'm like, (laughs) I I end up regretting it because I I really can't wear them, you know, comfortably.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think I feel like 12 and a half is another one of those, like, kind of unicorn type sizes as well. Yeah, you see 13s, you yeah. see 12s, but I rarely ever see 12 and a half. So it's tough. It's a tough yeah. size. But anyone yeah. out there that's got a rattan Union Jordan 2 to help Steve out at a good price or retail, <laughs> even help him out. Absolutely. But,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> But um, let's not let your fiance here. But uh, and I know you got the itch. But what would you say would be the top on your list right now, aside from the Union Jordan two? If there'd be a pair that you can get out there that you're on the hunt for,
4: if I could get a pair out there, it would definitely be the um, the ones Jordan one uh, Chicago's. Okay, so any Chicago one Jordan one. Yeah, pretty right. much. I'm a big yeah. I'm a big Jordan one fan. Nice.
1: All right. So, I mean, and anybody out there that's got a Jordan
4: 1 and it's all and a half Chicago,
1: <laughs> let's not go too crazy on the price though. But uh, yeah, let's, uh, I mean, we heard about your sneaker journey and appreciate that. But uh, let's get into, you know, the, the art now, because that's kind of what, you know, I'm super interested. In. I know everybody else is interested to hear, but, you know, let's talk about your woodworking journey and how it all started. So what is your art background? Like, did you go to school for art? Uh, you know, how did you discover your love for art?
4: Yeah, I have a a bachelor's degree in graphic design, and it's just something that's been natural for me since I was a young kid, you know, just drawing and creating art. And I've just always had a creative side to me. So, yeah, I graduated high school and, uh, you know, it's an area that my parents kind of pushed me towards just because they knew I had some talent in it. And, you know, at the time I was doing a lot of illustration and uh, when I went to college, You know, I'm thinking long-term, like, you know, you got to get a job, you know, when you get out of college and when you're, you know, just a, an illustrator, you know, a painter, it's really difficult. So I went the, the route of graphic design and I worked as a graphic designer for, you know, for some big corporations for probably 12 years before I started moving more into marketing roles and creative direction for some different companies which i did for 25 years yeah wow.
1: so yeah i mean it's it's, it's clear to hear that uh, you know you're not new to art and and sort of right. the graphic design world and right. everything but how does that translate into what you do now like yeah. you know you're, you're talking about big companies and doing marketing things like that yeah. i can't imagine that you know having anything to do with sneakers or woodworking or anything like
4: that. well yeah as much as I have the background in, you know, in art and graphic design and being creative. I never touched a tool in my life. Like my dad was, wasn't a real handy person, you know, so I didn't grow up learning how to use different woodworking tools. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing about them at all. And, uh, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, you know, I want to try to do a project. I was looking for something to do to kind of occupy my time outside of work. And so I did something, I think I built some shelves or something. And, you know, you don't realize when you start a project like that, you're like, oh, I need a jigsaw. I'm going to need, you know, all these different tools. So I started buying them, you know, just to kind of finish that one project. Well, I got into it and I don't know what it was about it, but like, I got lost in the whole thing. Like just, it was so satisfying to actually build something, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, when it was completed, I'm like, wow, I really, I really enjoy this. So like, I was constantly thinking of what can I do next, you know, and, and as I would progress and, you know, pick up different things to do. I mean, I was constantly on YouTube, Pinterest, you know, just watching video after video after video, learning, you know, the basics of woodworking, really. So, you know, as I got into it, you know, I'm, I'm progressing in, in what I'm doing, I'm buying more tools, and I'm just absolutely just loving it. I'm like engrossed in the whole, just love that, you know, I set up a, a shop, you know, in my garage, I have a big four car garage that when I bought the house, I literally walked in and I go, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with the four car garage? Now it's just jam I mean, it's a, got tools everywhere. It's, it's my, I've made it my whole shop. So yeah, just, I just absolutely loved it. You know, as I started to get into it, like I would be at work, you know, and just constantly thinking about, I can't wait to get home to work on whatever project I was working on. And I'd get home, immediately get into it. You know, I'd be working out here till, you know, midnight sometimes, just because just the time would go by so fast. And it really took my mind, you know, away from everyday stresses and completely gave me like this therapeutic hobby, Mm -hmm. really. So as I was doing that and learning kind of the basics and, you know, I built some furniture and different things like that, some tables, some cabinets and things like that. But there was still something, you know, that was missing from a creative standpoint, because I've always been a creative person and, and more on the artsy side so each project I was doing I was trying to figure out some way to put some type of artistic spin on it you know so if it was a table I built a big conference room table that had like a chevron pattern on the top so it was you know I used like four different hardwoods and their you know boards are going different ways and it just had an artistic kind of flair to it. Mm -hmm. and um, so, you know, I had done a bunch of things, and it it was my son's birthday, and my son is really the sneakerhead, and and I was kind of like, I'm guilty of getting him started in in that when he was younger, (laughs) but he took it far beyond, you know, me in terms of a collection and really being a student of, you know, the sneaker world, but his favorite sneaker was the Black Cement 3s, and actually we both it was the first, he was, I think he was in high school and and we camped out and we both got a pair. So it's kind of like a really special memory for us. And he's heavily involved with Happy Life Wood. He's kind of a co-founder with myself. But what I did was, is I, his favorite sneaker was the black cement threes. And I thought, I want to try and make a black cement three out of wood, but I don't want to use like any paints or any stains. I want to try and use the natural colors and shades of the wood to kind of replicate this shoe, you know, in somewhat of a 3D fashion. So I found a picture of this, of the black cement threes, you know, I digitized it, I made a template for myself, and I started cutting the pieces out on a scroll saw. That's what I cut all my pieces out on. And I started fitting them together like a puzzle, you know, and just kind of putting the pieces together. And that's really what it was going to be. It was just going to be kind of this, you know, this image of the sneaker, but just with the pieces kind of you know, put together and I started sanding like the edges just to kind of smooth it out and stuff. And I started kind of working and didn't have any, any carving tools at the time or anything. You know, I started when I kind of took a step back and I'm like, wow, this thing's starting to look real. You know, it's starting mm-hmm. to take on a, a realness. So I finished it and uh, I gave it to him and he was just blown away. And he's like, dad, you're onto something here. This is different, man. This is unique. And so he still has the piece to this day, you know, he cherishes it. It's up on his wall. That's the first piece I did in this style, you know? So my next piece, I really wanted to challenge myself and I wanted to do a portrait. So I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I could, you know, I could do a portrait. I just need to, you know, find the right species of wood to, to be able to put together the different colors of it. And um, it was right around the time of Kobe's passing and I thought, you know, what better, you know, I'm a big Kobe fan and what better to do than a tribute, you know, a Kobe tribute piece. Mm-hmm. So it was the beginning of COVID and I was working from home, you know, everybody working from home, you know, but, it, it, you know, my shop saved me because it was like, you know, I'd have my computer out here I'd be checking emails, but I would always, you know, I'd be working on my projects out here. Yeah,
3: right.
4: <laughs> so, I did the Kobe piece. It took me like four months because I was still developing my process and I was kind of evolving it and giving trying out different tools and the way, you know, that I could get this to, to work in a way that looked good in the end. So I finished that and, you know, you when you're an artist, you're always your own worst critic, you know. And I thought it was good. You know, I really I was proud of it and you know, but I was showing people and the reaction I was getting was you know, I was just blown away. So my buddy says to me, he goes, cause I didn't have a, a social media presence at that time. And this is only, this is only two years ago. He said, do you mind if I throw that up on my IG? I, I think it's awesome. I said, yeah, I don't care. So he throws it up there and he tags like everybody and their brother, you know, NBA <laughs> players, yeah. uh, you know, he tagged Vanessa Bryant, you know, a ton of people. So he calls me not long after he posted and he goes, you're not going to believe this. Who shared your piece It's Pau Gasol. And I'm like, really? I'm like, that's crazy. So, you know, I'm all I'm excited about that. And uh, he calls me back about an hour later and he goes, I just got a DM from Paul Gasol. He wants to know how he can purchase your piece.
1: Wow. I'm
4: like, are you kidding me? So the next thing I know, it I'm on a Zoom call with Pau Gasol and his business manager, <laughs> And we're negotiating a price for this piece. That's and crazy. It like, yeah, <laughs> it's it absolutely insane, man. What a great guy. He's you know he's a class act. You know all yeah. the way around, and you know he was he was great to talk to, and you could just feel his pain from losing Kobe. Of and you know so this was a real special piece for him, and uh, yeah, so I ended up selling it to Paul Gasol, and you know one of the things that we we worked out was that he would share it, you know via social media and um he did and it's of course i got a, a social and an ig page put up and and it was just crazy man it went it went nuts i was just watching my my thing just a tick 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 you know it was it was
3: just <laughs> it was
4: insane man it yeah. was insane so i can honestly say man that you know the first piece the sneaker piece is where it all started for me but that kobe piece is really you know it, if it wasn't for that piece and Powell purchasing it, I wouldn't be where I am today. I mean, everything literally since then has just, it's just skyrocketed and I haven't looked back. It's, it's been crazy. So shortly after that, because of COVID, I got laid off from my job and, you know, it was perfect storm and it was like the, the Powell thing hit and I was just like, you know what, I'm sick and tired of the corporate world. I've done it for 25 years. I'm going to take a shot at this. Mm-hmm. So my son, he said, I'll never forget it. The, when I called him and told him I got laid off, he goes, dad, we're going to do this, man. You're going to start this. I'm going to help you. He he works, his, his full-time job is in um, the influencer marketing world. So he's really in tune with the whole social scene and all that stuff. He immediately just went in Head first, and we've we've just been grinding ever since man we're you know we're constantly you know uh developing relationships with people good people i mean that's what our whole philosophy is is you know just developing relationships with good people that have you know common interests as us and it's been great man we've we've met so many and established relationships with so many great people out there it's just it's just been awesome it's only been two years so mm-hmm. it's, it's just you know it's it's crazy i know so, what, a,
1: what, a, what a world would have two years too right I mean, oh my
4: god crazy. Yes. Crazy. i can't tell you man it's it's just been it's been nuts and you know it's just been like stages you know i i did the jordan ones yeah the chicago fire.
1: the chicago jordan one
4: yeah that caught yeah. fire on tiktok went viral and i think you know i don't know i had like a million views or something like that and and I got a, a whole, you know, ton of traffic and inquiries and and then uh the fours and then I had the fours that I did and that one again, you know, kind of went viral a little bit. But recently, man, the the nice kicks piece, it just you know, five million views on TikTok. I think it's got like a million over a million likes. And I went from twenty-six thousand followers on TikTok to hundred and thirty overnight wow yeah so, yeah just, so I'm just grateful man I'm just grateful people are so generous in terms of you know supporting my work and just the nice things that they have. it's really what keeps me going every day man it's just mm-hmm. you know just getting to know my followers and so yeah I mean it's just been you know my son and I and uh we got some great things coming up man really some really cool stuff
1: yeah. Well, I mean, aside from the Kobe piece, like shout out to your son, because, you know, I guess he was the original inspiration with that Black men 3 without yep. that, you know, little hobby or whatever that you did. I mean, that just a yeah. sort of creative piece that you did, you, you know, none of this would have ever happened, but, um, I'm kind of interested to hear about the process. You kind of hinted at it a little bit, you know, with the different species of wood, you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, creating your art using the natural colors. So no paints, dyes, uh, and things like that, right? Uh, or stains. So what exactly, like, let's, if you want to give us a little bit of a, a, um, a, you know, just a walkthrough of, you know, how that goes down, let's just say Rich wants to get his okra, uh, okra, uh, Jordan 1's done into yeah. wood, right, as a client, what do you have to do now? Like, I know you've mentioned templates and things like that. So, you know, what goes in the process of procuring these materials and, and creating these templates and things like that?
4: Yeah, no, it's it's interesting that you're, you know, that you're asking, because like, that just as a side note, that's one of the things that, you know, we struggled with in the very beginning was, you know, people didn't understand what it was, they they literally would look at it, and they'd be like, oh, that's cool, you know, but they didn't understand that it was all natural wood, and mm-hmm. that there there wasn't any paints or stains they thought it was painted because nobody's really seen that those types of exotic woods that are that vibrant in color you know i mean there's yellow there's purple there's orange there's reds there's you know white so there's there's a whole slew of colors out there in in exotic woods but um in terms of my process you know that's the one thing that really turned around i think was us educating people in you know as you can probably see our kind of our formula that really was successful was where I would come on camera and just basically say exactly what it was, you know, this is made out of such number of pieces, these different woods, you know, I hand cut each piece, put them together. And, and then it's like, Oh, okay. You know, now I get it. Wow. You know, it's like, so that was a, that was something that it was kind of trial and error. But once we hit that formula of explaining it, that's when things really took off. As far as the, the process goes, you know, I take a picture, I create a template, I print it out, and then it's just a matter of really just tracing the pieces and cutting them out with my scroll saw, and then I fit them together like a puzzle. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll build certain areas up like underneath so that, you know, when I do go to carve, there's, I'm already, I already have that dimension that's, that's kind of built into it already. And then it's really just, once I have all the pieces put together, then it's just really gulping it and carving it and using, you know, I use a I power carve with a a rotary tool and a bunch of different bits. And it's just, you know, it's just working that detail in, you know, like for instance, I'm working on this Jordan one right here. I'm still in the process of shaping it. You know, it's all, it's all pretty much still just flat, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I edge glue the pieces together and then i carve but like if you look at the logo you can't even you don't even know how many different pieces little tiny pieces of wood that are in this just this logo yeah so steve's
1: holding up the the jordan one chicago but he's explaining you know the the wings logo right how detailed that is those have multiple pieces of wood that have been fused together to make that logo which is insane to me because you have to get a specific color of wood as well. And then that red, like you said, I mean, I didn't know that a red, like a wood that's red and vibrant even existed.
4: Yeah. This, this is a wood called padauk. It's really what I, I mean, there's a few different reds out there in, in woods, but, this paduke is the one that i found that it is really just, and once I put a wax, you know, a wax oil on here, which is the only thing that I use is at the end, I put a, I use a wax oil and just coat the thing with it. And it just, it brings out the grain and the color. I mean, it just pops. So, but, and then this is uh, the black is um, is called African wenge. I mean, when I put oil on that, it just goes to like black. This is, uh, the white is a holly, which is the whitest wood that you can get. And that's really cool because if you look at some of my pieces on the Nice Kicks piece, I mean, like in the Stan Smiths and stuff, that holly literally looks like, in areas it looks like rubber, like on the sole, like just like it. And then, you know, in, in certain areas it, it looks just like leather because there's really no there's not a lot of grain pattern in it. So it's like a solid, whereas like, if you look at the, you know, the African wenge, there's, there's more of a a grain pattern, which I tend to use. I try to use the grain patterns in, you know, strategically in, in directions and kind of what, where the, the leather, the grain of the leather is going. And, but if you can see like, you know, in the laces here, I haven't started to carve any, Detail or definition into it yet. It's all pretty raw. Yeah, but make sure to keep an eye out for this because this is for an NBA player. Ooh, okay, exciting. So, Rich, see, 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 who you're competing against? You, oh shit. (laughs) There's,
1: there's a, (laughs) there's a big line in front of you, and and you know these are people. Oh man, uh,
4: yo. No, I mean it's it's been crazy, man. I you know I'm so grateful. I just I feel so blessed because I feel like I'm. I'm living a dream, man. I, you know, I did this corporate job for 25 years and now I get up in the morning and I just, I go down, I get my coffee in the morning. I chill (laughs) for a little bit. You probably see my stories where I do the coffee thing. And then I, you know, I come back to my shop and it's just, I can't tell you how, how much I love it. It's just, it's, well, I mean, that it it, it shows
1: in your work, and I mean, like like you said, uh, just you know, getting back to some of that, uh, some of those pieces that you've done. I mean, there's texture with this too. I mean, you know, there's depth involved. Uh, the you know, more recent one that you did was that. Kobe 6 Mambacita pair like you can actually see the scales of the Kobe 6 even like the Jordan 4s that you did you can see the mesh on the side you can see the textures and the patterns the Concord 11s like that sole the outsole you can see the texture of that I mean it's just incredible how how realistic they look Mm. without paint stains but not only that just the detail that goes into the sneakers because as sneaker guys like you said we look at these little details
4: oh know, yeah these are
1: things that you know they make us you know they're, they're things that we love about the sneaker and you know all that's included in 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 your artwork which is yeah. fantastic I
4: can't I can't fake it with you guys man. <laughs> no
3: <laughs> exactly.
4: like, nope, exactly. nah. so I do man I I mean I I really tried to get as much detail as humanly possible you know it's just that's the one thing about my art is that it does take a long time and I, mm-hmm. and I put everything into it. You know, I work more now than I did, you know, in my corporate job, but it's not work to me. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I work 17 different. days, you know, it's yeah. just, but, but I, I absolutely, I don't mind it at all. It's sure. just, so That's a a cool thing about it. You know, and I've evolved too. If you look at the first piece that I did, the one for my son, and if you look at the first Kobe piece I did for Powell, Mm -hmm. and then you look at the Kobe piece that I did for um, Steve Butcher, the one that I did not too long ago, Steve Butcher's. I've seen the video. Yeah. I've seen a video of that. Yeah. He's like one of the top tattoo artists in the world. So, you know, when he reached out to me, it was like, that was like a pinnacle, you know, it's like, hear this fellow artist that's at the very top I mean at the Absolutely. top of his art profession you know actually wants me to create a piece for him that was really cool yeah that's it's, really cool it's like it's like what they say real recognize real right like in his
1: uh, industry in his art form he's at the top and you know for him to recognize you know you and your artwork as someone at the top I think that you know must be uh, definitely a proud moment so
4: yeah, um, it so it, it, yeah, I was so honored. I can't even tell you. Yeah, it, it was an <laughs> awesome moment. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you you mentioned, uh, you know, you used to do furniture and things like that. So, I know all the a lot of the stuff that you post and the things that you do. It's all client based stuff, like things that people are asking for. Is there something that I mean, if you do have free time now, are there pieces that you're working on, like for yourself? Maybe yeah. if it's not furniture or something, but you know, is there something that you do uh, as just a hobby for yourself?
4: I don't, I honestly, right now, I mean, I would love to have some additional time to do some things that I, you know, that I want to do. But I I just, right now, I just don't. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just crazy. But there was a period of time where I stopped taking commissions because I was, I was planning on doing a whole, a whole series of sneakers and, um, which I still kind of plan on doing. But to be honest with you, I mean, it's just, I've had so many, um, (laughs) like opportunities that I just could not pass up lately. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I wish I could share a lot of stuff. I, I've signed so many NDAs and, you know, NDAs lately that it's crazy, but I wish I could share everything with you because no, no i got that. so many cool things going on, but you'll have to definitely have to follow along because there's some great things.
1: I think, you know what, I think the surprise is part of the awe uh, yeah. is that when you post something new or something that you've done for a client or, you know, when they post your work, I think that's when my mind is blown because you know, you know, like you said with the NDA stuff, you know, nobody knows about it except for you and the client. Then all of a sudden, boom, it pops up on social media, and everyone's like, "Holy shit! Have you seen what Steve did recently?" Or check out this post by Happy Life Wood, you know. And then everyone just goes nuts. And I think that's you know part of the allure of your work is that you know kind of just comes out of nowhere but they don't realize that you've been working on this for months let's say yeah yeah, yeah. maybe lots of back and forth with some of these clients but you know are there any you know pieces or jobs? i mean there's a lot of stuff that you do do but is there anything that maybe somebody has come to you and asked you for and you said hey you know what i I can't do that or my artwork's just not there yet or you know i wouldn't be proud of what i did or you know like things like that is there some stuff that you had to turn down
4: lately i've been getting a lot of people that want their logos done. And, you know, I look at that and I mean, there's a lot of like woodworker, like makers out there that are doing like signage type throw saw mm-hmm. type things, you know, with letters. And, you know, there's a whole community of that type of work out there. So people, somebody say, oh, I, you know, can you do my, my logo? And it's like, it's not, it doesn't really fit. My work is more like, towards like that realism you mm-hmm. know, portrait, you know, the sneakers are more of a kind of a realism type thing. So lately I've been getting a lot of those and I, you know, I hate to, to turn down work, but it's just not in my scope of what I really want to do.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, and also I'm sure there's some, some pieces that maybe, are, are there ever times where you can't find the color wood that you need to do some type of you know, the work that you do?
4: Yeah, if that's the case, then, you know, I just I'll have that conversation with my client and, you know, we'll either find a substitute that'll work or um, we'll have to change subject matter. But for the most part, it's really easy to pivot on most things into something that will, you know, that I can find the woods that we need to achieve what they're looking to get. Yeah, I think that's, you know.
1: I'm still blown away by the fact that, uh, you know, you don't use any stains paints or dyes or anything like that. Like, I think that's just crazy.
3: Yeah, that's that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> well,
2: I think what's crazy is that like when Andy had first mentioned you to us and I was, he was like, well, yeah, he does it all. Like we did custom woods. I was like, Oh, that's cool. And when you go through your page, it's like, wow. Like, and, and kind of the same point, I believe was Kevin said, like, I are rich. I, I like, I didn't know that all these
4: different colored woods existed. Like I yeah. didn't even
2: know that was something you could
4: do. Right. And that's like I said, it was uh, we really had to make sure that we were kind of showing, trying to show some of the process in videos, but also explaining it, you know, because like I said, at a glance and you look at it, you know, it's like, oh, that's painted, you know, you see a yellow wood, you know, a bright yellow wood. And it's like, you know, people just they don't understand
2: yeah. You talk about like TikTok and Reels, right? If you're just scrolling through TikTok or you're scrolling through your Reels on Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is, if you were to come across one of your videos through the algorithm, you would look at that and be like, oh, cool, that's painted. Like you just, you wouldn't even think yeah. that like, unless it was explained to you that like, no, this isn't painted. Like I'm actually taking different pieces of wood and piecing it together yeah. as one art piece, right?
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing how when I started to do that, everything changed. People you know, we're finally understanding. And then, cause I was, you know, for a little bit there, I was like, I was a little disappointed. I wasn't getting, you know, the reaction that I thought I might get. And uh, once we started doing that, it just changed the whole thing. Yeah.
1: So Steve, what would you say is like the best part of the art that you do? Like you talk about getting your shop and loving what you do and stuff, but what is it about the art when you create it for your clients or whoever it may be for? What's the best part of all about the whole thing?
4: The best part really has, you know, it's kind of evolved, you know, at first it was getting lost in the process and giving me an outlet to, you know, not only use my creativity, but also just calm my mind down. You know, it just, it was so, it was almost therapeutic. So, you know, I just, I couldn't wait to get out here and just get lost in the process. You know, have my music on and just, I'm not kidding you when I tell you that like the time would go, in the blink of an eye, it'd be one o'clock in the morning. And like, what the heck? I, I, you know, it's a, the time we go by so fast, but now it's evolved into really meeting the people that I'm doing the work for. It's just been so incredible. You know, when I do a piece for somebody, I have a, an initial call with them. We kind of design it together and I really try to, to build a relationship with that person and make the whole thing kind of an experience. And at the end, every single one of my clients now, I can honestly say are friends. And, you know, I've built some type of a bond with them through this because, you know, my pieces aren't cheap. It takes me a lot of time. So when somebody comes to me, they're, you know, they really want, you know, something done and and they're willing to pay that money. You know, they appreciate the art. So to know that when I finish that and when they see it and the joy that I know that that brings them. It means everything to me. That is like, you know, I can't even describe in words what, you know, the feeling that I get when I see mm-hmm. somebody, when they see the, the piece for the first time. I've done a couple, um, you know, tributes to people that have passed and to see their loved ones, you know, the reaction on their face that they get and knowing, you know, the joy that that brings them and that they can have that forever to kind of. Mm-hmm. Memorialize and remember them by is just phenomenal. I did a piece. I'm not sure if you saw it on my page, but it's a little girl who passed away that was four years old. And, you know, it was, it was like a week after the POW thing. And, you know, she had seen my piece through him. And she, the mom called me and she said, you know, my daughter passed last week. And at the time, I was getting like tons of inquiries. I was like so busy, but I like, I don't know. I I felt compelled to do this piece for this woman. I could just feel it
3: Mm -hmm. and
4: hear it in her voice, how much she needed to have this, you know? And uh, so I said, you know, listen, I I can't do it right now, but I'm going to do this piece for you. We just be patient and we'll get it done. She was patient. We ended up doing it. She flew out here from California to pick it up and it's probably one of my most top, three memorable moments of, you know, me doing this. It was Mm -hmm. just, it was really emotional. And like I said, we've built a friendship. I was out, out in LA delivering the Kobe piece to Steve Butcher and actually was able to meet up with her and her family. And it, it was great.
1: That's awesome. I mean, all this, uh, from your passion and hobby of just doing art and woodworking from your shop is just you know exploded into this and you're able to touch people in different ways that yeah. you never thought you would and i think that's something that's really special is that i know my reaction when i see some of your art you know actually all of your art really and it's you know just that thought of wow how did he do this but you know to have a piece that's memorializes somebody that you love you know things like that i think that's what touches a lot of people or think that's you know so much more fulfilling yeah is knowing that you can give that to somebody and you know touch them in that special way and yeah. then, you know have them remember their loved ones forever through your art right absolutely yeah which is fantastic so thank you so much for sharing all of you know the processes and you know some of the stories that you have your your journey and that sort of thing but without giving away too much or, or you know with telling us what you can tell us. Uh, What do you have planned for the future of your brand? And what can we expect to see from you in terms of your woodworking art?
4: You know, my son and I are just working really hard to not only myself creating the artwork, but building a brand, you know, that we can possibly incorporate some other things into the business, whether it be apparel or, you know, we really want to start an overall brand. And we're not sure what that's going to look like yet, but you know, using you know my artwork is kind of the basis of it, and building that to the point where you know we can incorporate some some really cool stuff. But no, I've got some really great things coming up. I mean, uh, you know, I can tell you that I have been contacted by pretty much every sneaker brand, um, <laughs> and uh,
1: I can imagine. Yeah.
4: And so there are some things in the works, and. Doing some really exciting things for some different people and some different, you know, some kind of diverse things, which is cool too. Not just sneakers, but, you know, other sports related things and also things that are meaningful. So, yeah, I mean, it's all about like with the name. I mean, I chose that name, Happy Life Wood right from the beginning, because it's something that made me happy. You know, it's something that this is my happy place. And, and you know, it just really it kind of it goes through everything that we stand for. It's like, you know, I just want to bring happiness to people through my art. And like I said, it's, it's something that I know has brought happiness to my life. And I, I just want to share it, you know, mm-hmm. share it as much as I can with people to try and bring them some happiness as well. Definitely. And
1: we appreciate, you know, your posts and and you sharing it with us on on this podcast. But, you know, what advice do you have for those that want to follow in your footsteps, maybe inspiring new artists uh, or even inspiring new entrepreneurs looking to learn or try something new?
4: You know, I always say, don't be afraid to reach out to people. You know, most people are willing to communicate and share, you know, what's been successful for them. I mean, we've built so many. I mean, you know, with Andy, it. Uh, what's his handle? Ad 80
1: uh, Ad, AD underscore sneaks.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a great guy, you know. And it was just a, a matter of he liked my work, and I said, hey, you know, thanks for the like, love your stuff, you know. Let's get on a call sometime, and Chad. You know, there's been so many people like that that have shared different things that have made them successful and, and vice versa. And it's just, don't be afraid to tap into to other people that are doing similar things and, you know, pick their brain and just learn, you know, it's just, there's so much out there to be learned. I mean, I learn new stuff every single day, you know, trying to diversify, you know, you know, IG has been a really good platform for me. It's really what started everything off, but you know, trying to diversify a little bit more onto, you know, TikTok and, you know, trying to build my website and, you know, eventually possibly YouTube, you know, and maybe getting a little bit more into, you never know, I could start some seminars where I actually, you know, kind of like, if people want to learn some of the basics of how to do this, there's so many different ideas that we have. And it's just a matter of prioritizing them and You know going with what we feel is the best thing to do Mm
1: -hmm. well thanks for for mentioning that because we've had quite a few artists uh, so to speak on our podcast you know whether it's you know photographers youtubers you know designers customizers restorers like that sort of thing and they all mention the same thing is that you know don't be afraid to try new things or also ask people for help because They were all, you know, most of them were self-taught like yourself. And, you know, there's not a lot of resources out there outside of YouTube. But when you do find other people that have similar interests or similar art or even just a similar passion for art, sometimes just a simple DM and say like, hey, how did you learn this or whatever? And you'll be surprised how many people will respond to you and give you advice and share that knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think right now we sort of live in, in this social media world where you can sort of just tap in with anybody nowadays right yep. and
4: just Absolutely. you know it,
1: it, and people are willing to share that information because they don't want their passion and their artwork to die just with them so they'll you know pass on the knowledge of stuff that they've learned uh, things that are successful kind of like what you mentioned so I'm glad to hear that, you know, somebody that likes your work or maybe is thinking about doing woodwork can maybe tap in and and maybe DM you and and ask for advice uh, on on what works in terms of uh, work.
4: Anytime. I'm always happy to share that kind of stuff. And, you know, the other thing that I'll mention too, and, you know, one of the things that I've learned, you know, since the beginning of this journey is the different communities, you know, the woodworking community has been fantastic, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, helping me out. But, you know, once I kind of entered into the sneaker community, you guys have been phenomenal. (laughs) No, I'm being serious, man. I I can't get over, you know, what a great community it is. And, you know, of people with like-minded hobbies and, you know, we were just out at sneaker con in Denver, my son and I, and they were nice enough to give us a booth. And we thought, you know, let's go and check it out. Problem is, is I don't have pieces that I can bring and put on display because when I do them, I I end up giving them to, you know, my, my customers. So <laughs> I had some different things there. I, you know, to represent my work, but just meeting all the people that, that are so passionate about the sneaker, you know, world and just good people, man. It's just, that's, I've been floored by it.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that. And definitely, you know, that's sort of, you know, one of the things that, you know, we try to strive for is just bringing everyone together because you know, we have a passion, common passion And, you know, if we can all geek out about the same thing, then why not? Like, why do we have to separate ourselves, right? And, you know, the fact that you're doing this art that sort of taps into our world, we're happy to sort of like bring you into that and, and find out, you know, what makes you tick as well. Because like you said, it's all art in the end. And, you know, we all love the same thing. And it's just sort of just the admiration for, you know, art, really.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, everybody's been just fantastic. Can't say enough for the sneaker community.
1: Yeah, well, listen, Steve, I mean, we wish you much success with everything that you're doing. We'll, we'll be looking forward to a lot of these uh, projects that you have sort of on Hush Hush right now, but everything Definitely. that we've seen so far has just been jaw dropping. And, you know, I mean, I just can't even explain, you know, how, how amazing the stuff that you do is just not even just from a sneaker perspective, but from an art perspective and, you know, just bringing memories for other people as well. It's just been amazing to see your progress and your growth.
4: I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, man. it's uh, And I mean, for me, I think it's funny because, like you
0: said, talking about that, you know, that Chicago one back in back in the day, just to look and see how it's it's came full circle. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm a firm believer in that, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, like you said, you know, being in the corporate world and now it kind of took you back to kind of that beginning and that's what you're doing. It's just crazy. And I always say, man, things happen the way they should. So it's just cool to see that, you know, you've embraced this and, and where you've taken it. And like you said, for the community, you know, for us, we embrace that because, you know, you're you're bringing something else to it. You know, you're right. like you said, the artistry of it for us is just captivating. You know right. what I mean? Like I'm looking right. at your pizza and I'm just like, man, you're turning like these sneakers that we cherish and we appreciate so much in like the history and you're just you're taking it somewhere else, you know? So I think that's why, like you said, the love is just so crazy because for us who, you know, a lot of, and yourself as well, not to say that, you know, you don't love shoes for sure. Like that, that's a part of your journey as well, Mm -hmm. just to kind of see that transition into the work that you do and, you know, all the love and support that you get is a reflection of that, man. So as I say, everything happens for a reason. It happens the way it should. So this is your journey and this is what it was supposed to be. So that's kind of how I see it, you know, in in terms of life, man, life is, is very funny how things happen, but it's, it's
4: always the way it should be. So I, I appreciate you, bro. I'll tell you, it's interesting because I was never that guy who would say, you know, everything happens for a reason until two years ago when this started, I'm not kidding you. Everything kind of just literally fell into place like one thing after another. And I'm like, and now I'm like a firm believer. In it. I mean, I I can't not say this didn't happen for a reason. I mean, it's just, it's great. Yeah, but
0: no.
4: some people that's
0: what it is, right? It's like the aha moment, you know, type yeah. of thing. And, you know, it's very important to recognize that, mm-hmm. you know, we all have a, a path. It's all laid out for us. It, it may take 23 years, you know, for it to transition yeah. into that, yeah. but this is, this is what it was supposed to be for you. So I just want you to understand that. And, and, you know, the role that you play when it comes to sneakers, man, this, this minuscule thing to some people, you know, it's, it's crazy what it's turned into like this phenom. And it's just nice to see, you know, individuals like yourself that are bringing, you know, another layer to something that we hold near and dear, you know? So it's just, it's just nice, man. And it's crazy and salute to you and yo, just keep pushing. It's crazy. Like (laughs) <laughs> I'm still baffled. Like, it's, it's <laughs> I did not know there was that many different colors of wood. So, like, you know, to to see that and what goes into it, how could you not appreciate that and understand what it is? So, you know, salute to you, man. Very Thank crazy. Thank you so much. Thank you so yeah, much, man. Rich. I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. Much love. It's dope. I, I love this. These are the type of things I love just because, like I said, it's, it, this is what it's like the evolution. You know, it, it will just continue And um, I think it's just a beautiful thing just to kind of see what you're doing with it, crazy. So salute to you, man.
4: Thank you so much.
2: The sneakers is always the thing that unites us all together, right? Like we all touch into sneakers somehow, right? You know, Steve, you do the woodworking with it, right? We've had YouTubers on who, you know, do wear testing and reviews. And we have people on that do photos or posters. And we have, you know, restorers who have been on here. We're all connected somehow with sneakers. But it's, it's definitely like, if you like sneakers, you're probably into some kind of like you it it is an art piece I think that's Mm -hmm. how a lot of us see it so Mm -hmm. I love seeing all the all all these different people that we have on and all the different ways that they touch on doing art within sneakers like I love to see all that different kind of stuff I think it's it's really unique to see it and seeing your stuff Steve for the first time it was like at first it was you know when you don't know about it you you would just think oh it's painted but you know when you're looking at it further it's like oh my god like this is a really really detailed art
4: piece yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy. So, like I said, man, it's just you know, and some of the fellow, you know, the fellow artists too that I've gotten to know, you know, it's just they're so cool. I mean, I know you guys do a shout out thing, and and I'll wait for that. But so many different artists that I've met, and and that's really, really just blown me away, man. That the amount of talented people that are associated with the sneaker community, it, you know, in in so many different facets, is just is really been extremely eye-opening i think that's the thing right we all have sneakers but we all have things that we're interested in outside of sneakers yeah. right like right. you know what work, work
2: working res- restoration youtube yeah. whatever it is right photography right there's all sorts of different ways that you can take a sneaker avenue right and it just depends yeah. on what's your passion outside of sneakers right
4: and yeah so- i mean it's like it's exactly like that what you say you know it's like look at where it's come and look where it's evolved to, where you've got people and artists customizing sneakers in a way that's beautiful. I mean, it's, it hasn't always been that way, you know, and and you're constantly, constantly seeing people that are just pushing the bar and doing such different things. And that's, what's so cool about it, you know, is that never staying the same. It's just constantly evolving and, and people are finding different ways to evolve this art, I guess, or around sneakers, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah,
0: definitely. 100%, man.
4: Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Steve. It is a beautiful segue to shout outs. Yeah. Yes, a beautiful segue to shout outs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, there's, like I said, man, there's just been so many people that have been credible resources and, and have actually turned into friends. You know, my boy over at AD Sneaks, uh, Andy, just a phenomenal guy. And it's led to, you know, us actually doing some projects together, which is fantastic. Ma Dudes does the sneaker art with the, the boxes,
1: mm, with
0: the sneaker okay.
4: boxes. Have you seen yeah. his stuff? Yep. yep. Yeah. Great stuff, man. Uh, and he's been phenomenal. Kevin Concepts.
1: Yes. 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 With the with the wallets and yeah i mean the planters and yeah crazy stuff
4: yeah. just crazy stuff you know and and it's like a it's almost like you know us artists in the community have almost kind of formed like a little fraternity you know and, <laughs> and feed off of each other and you know it's like i said it's it's all about sharing and and finding out what's working for others and and helping them out with their journey you know if you're finding some some success why not help the next guy who might be struggling a little bit? And mm-hmm. uh, I'm all for that. If I'm seeing some success, which I've been blessed to see, it's like, I want to share it. You know, I'm, I I want to share that with other artists that I know are, are having a hard time, you know, getting their stuff out there. So, yeah, I'm all about that.
2: Yeah, love that. And I think that's how we all grow, right? By, you know, it's not just by us posting something that we're doing, right? It's by, you know, Steve, you post an art piece that you're doing and we all share it. And, you know, Andy shares it and, it, you know, it goes to all of our followers. And then like, oh, someone's like, oh, this is really cool. Who is this? What is, that? what is it that they're doing? And that's how we all grow and learn about the different projects we're all working on.
4: Yeah. I mean, social is, is a powerful thing, man. and mm-hmm. it, It's given me the opportunity to get that exposure and be, you know, and be able to make a living doing it, which is beyond my wildest dreams. I never thought I would have, and without, you know, without the internet and social, there's no way I'd be able to rely on a local, you know, market to try and sell my art. But I'm, you know, I get inquiries every day from all you know, all over the world. So it's, it's a blessing that the whole, you know, the thing is a blessing and hopefully, like I said, I can, you know, stay diversified enough to where, you know, I'm not relying on one social platform, you know, over, you know, another one and, and can, can stay relevant. Yeah.
1: So shout out to your son then for helping you
4: with all that too. He he seems like a guru. (laughs) You know what? It's funny because he likes to stay behind the scenes. We did another podcast together and I was going to almost see if you guys wouldn't mind if he came on tonight, but I I didn't think he'd, he, like I said, he doesn't like being in the, he (laughs) likes being behind the scenes. And, uh, but he's extremely talented, man. As much as I, you know, possess whatever talent I have and what I do, he's, he's just as talented and, you know, and, and helping me with, with all the stuff that goes along with it. So I could do, you know, none of this. And I mean, none of this without him. He's, Mm -hmm. he's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough for his, uh, his stuff. Actually, I can't, I can't say what it's going (laughs) to be on, but you will see us both on something. I can tell you just, yeah, around father's day. (laughs) So. <laughs> okay. all right you heard it first heard it yeah first. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: appreciate that and this will be out the week before father's day so perfect we we go for that right perfect there, we
4: go. there
0: you go there we go. yeah
4: so wow. but i i want to <laughs> thank you guys man i it's just uh it's been a, a pleasant surprise and you know what a great group you guys are I didn't know there were so many of you but I love love the format man it's it's awesome it's so cool you I love the you know the different range of people and and your different takes and and on things and uh it's been a pleasure
1: thank you so much Andrew really really appreciate appreciate that, that yeah
2: I like the round table thing, you know, like I I I like the idea that we just sit down and discuss things, you know, it's it's an open conversation. We like to think of this as, you know, if you were to do you were to buy a shoe off a buddy and you meet him in a parking lot somewhere right You talk for an hour this is exactly what it is or if you're at a sneaker show if you're at sneaker con and uh, let's say you and andy meet up at sneaker con in denver right mm-hmm. you probably stand there and talk for an hour hour and a half like right somewhere. right basically what we try and do is just hit record on this i
4: think it's great i mean i got it right from the beginning i could tell you guys had a, a great group and you know, you guys are in barbecues and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And, we, and we just know each other from sneakers. Like, that's how it all – that's how yeah. it all developed. Oh, awesome
4: yeah. yeah. So, that's great, man.
2: Yeah. I love it. I love us. We got guys who, you know, saw Jordan play on the Wizards, the only important thing he did <laughs> in, his, in his basketball career, right?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's our buddy joke. <laughs> the young gun. (laughs) uh anyone else have any shout outs
1: yeah you know what i'll 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 just shout out uh i want to shout out shireen so i'm the head of sneakers at ebay she's been behind a lot of the contests that we have you know a lot of the initiatives that we do we sort of work side by side with her to you know just to to bounce ideas off of each each other she's a real big community person and you know she is very um you know she's just very passionate what she does she was on an episode of YouTube with one of our former guests, Mo. So I wanted to shout her out on that, you know, being on that episode and just shedding light on what she does at eBay sneakers and just sort of like, you know, believing in everything that we do and sort of working side by side with us, even, you know, as, as crazy as we can be sometimes, you know, we, we understand each other, you know, Shireen yes, definitely a very passionate person and, uh, you know, she believes in us and we believe in what she does. So I want to shout her out. Love that.
2: Very good one. And if you want to go back and listen to Mo's episode, She Was episode, I'm looking, guys, don't <laughs> Episode on, 64. I, I got it up right now. All man. right. Episode 64. And you can go back and take a listen. Sorry, they're waiting.
1: Yeah. Or check out <laughs> Shireen's episode on YouTube. Yes. You can also yes, check but... out her
2: YouTube and Shereen was the most recent episode she did. I think, I think that's the last one in season two for Monique. So. Season three. Uh, sorry. Season three. Season three. So you can go check that one out. Good one, Kev. My shout outs. So two. So obviously for the bread ones, the store I got them from, I realized, I don't think I mentioned it, was Kenchi Toronto. That's the first time I actually ever bought from them. So, uh, all of you guys spoke highly of them so shout out to those guys that was a they called it a sunday steal and boy oh boy was that a sunday steal
3: <laughs> and three days
2: and three days later man
0: they arrived three days later you can't, can't go wrong
2: i ordered it sunday afternoon and it was here wednesday morning so Basic, basically basically two business days so can't complain about that second shout out is going to be wanted to shout out our homies heads ain't ready and akon's andrew They just did a collection of hats, a father-son duo hat that they unfortunately will be released before this podcast drops. So unfortunately you guys won't be able to get them or if you got them, congratulations. But two of our local guys here, they actually collaborated with one of the hat stores out here still and they created four hats. So they did kind of like a father-son duo. So they did father-son duos in the MLB. So they did an Expos hat, they did a Jays hat, they did a San Francisco Giants hat, and a Cincinnati Reds hat. So the the Jays hat was styled like the Expos hat with the white panel on the front. The Expos hat is styled more like a, kind of like what the Jays hat is they wear now with the powder blue uniforms. The San Francisco Giant one is basically almost an all yellow with a black beak, I believe it was. I'm only ever looking at Jay's hat, so sorry I didn't didn't look very closely (laughs) at the ones that weren't Jay's. And the Cincinnati Red Ones, is it's got the C logo and it's got the little uh, Mr. Red on it. And it's styled in a a Seattle Mariners green. So they're to signify father-son duos in the MLB. So you've got Vladimir Guerrero Sr. and Jr. with the Expos and Jay's. You have Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. with the Reds and the the Seattle colorway. And the Bonds is with the Giants. Dope.
1: so
2: yeah just want to shout those guys out that was really cool that they were able to collaborate on a hat like that and i think they're both former guests on this podcast so we're very proud of um, them being able to do something like that i was i was very happy to see that i know they've done some pins recently and i thought that was pretty cool but this is taking it to another level so very happy
0: for both of them dope, dope. i guess i'll go next steve once again like i said shout out to you appreciate you stories are amazing the journey amazing very inspiring inspirational so you know thank you once again for chopping it up with us and yeah this is kind of kind of what we do man five different personalities and we just invite you into literally our conversations that we have man so i love it you know, i love it yeah man thank you on that and then secondary shout out to my son kingston man got his first goal tonight so big big hey. one man so <laughs> awesome yeah man um play soccer so uh him and my uh my second son they both play so my second son's 14 kingston is uh seven so yeah he got his first goal tonight so he was super happy and i got to i see it i caught it too so yeah man, it was a nice one so proud dad i'm all in my glory oh yeah you know covid covid is is definitely had us locked up for a bit so i'm i'm embracing you know getting back into the sports and stuff especially with the kids so you know super happy for him to, to get that so yeah, enjoy well, enjoy it, you know, Enjoy it while it lasts. Oh yeah, I tell it people all the so time. Fast, man. I tell people all the time. Yeah. I got four. I got four kids, so two teenagers, and then I got two young ones. So I tell people, I say, look, it flies. So enjoy it. I enjoy every second of it because I know there will be a point in time where they don't care. Not to say they don't care about me and the wife anymore, yeah. but they're yeah. kind of doing their own thing. And with all my right. teenagers, they're kind of in that phase. Yeah. So I'm just soaking up the two younger <laughs> ones as much as I can. So. I'm definitely enjoying it. I tell parents, enjoy the time because yep. there will be a time where they go off and they do their own thing, man. So I'm I'm loving it, man. So yeah, first of many. So I told them nice. you know, we we're gonna get to it. <laughs> so yeah, got his first goal, man. So salute to King. Love it. Walner, Kali? No, nah, y'all took the one that I was gonna do for yeah, no.
3: I'm good for now. Uh,
0: How many I you smoke it. tonight, Kali? Huh? How many joints tonight, Kali?
3: Not really that much. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy. I got a lot of audio editing to do. I've been working on Pro, pro Tools on that liar. I'm not. No, I, honestly, I've been working on Pro Tools. I, all night.
0: I'm pulling your leg, man. I know. <laughs> Don't get Joking. joking. Kali is the, the the stoner of the crew, so just some context. So, a to Kali, huh? No, we promos tonight,
1: good
3: No, unless you guys uh, want me to send you a coupon, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we both benefit from that promotional coupon.
1: Yeah. See, there's there's the
2: plug. There it is. Send me the coupon. Send me the before. People up.
3: know. People know. Message. Send me email. the coupon. Send me the coupon. <laughs> uh, I will. Okay.
2: No. Oh, uh, b- before we finish this up. By the time this airs, the grocery store flex contest will have just ended. So to everyone who got their entries in, uh, congratulations. I hope you uh do well in the contest. I think we I think we're up to 10 right now when we're recording this. So hopefully we get a few more rolling in over the next couple of days. But Yeah, that contest should be running or it should be finished by the time we release our next episode. So thank you to everyone who entered. Good luck in the contest. We'll get that going soon. Sure. And to anyone who's new here, welcome. As we kind of mentioned in this episode a couple times, this is kind of what we do. There's five of us who just chop it up. We, you know, discuss about how Michael Jordan only played for the Wizards, and that was the <laughs> crowning jewel of his uh his career. Uh, we're big Eagles fans
0: on this podcast. This is the official team of this. No, whole Steve,
4: football. If you do have a team, what is your team NFL? My team is the Steelers because like, I Oh, yeah. okay. Yo, Rich Steelers. is a huge Steelers fan. <laughs> huge Steelers fan. No,
1: those it. are my guys.
4: Yeah, I mean, I see, I, I told
0: up. you, yo, everything happens for a reason. That's I right. You, <laughs> for a reason. Everything for a reason. Let's go. But Let's I go, Trev, No fucking say, Eagles yeah. this week. No Eagles. Steelers. <laughs>
4: Steelers. Steelers. But I do. Uh, I do root for. Uh, I root for the Bills just because. Bill, of course, yeah. yo, Steve. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that
0: same thing here. I See, I grew yeah. up in Jersey, so I grew up teams. a Giants fan, but also the Buffalo Bills. So Steelers, Buffalo, I got a soft spot for them. So, so we're on the same wavelength. Let's,
3: wave.
2: go. <laughs> <man. Name> <laughs> <later>. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. The running joke here, Steve, is that we accidentally always seem to have Eagles fans on this podcast. Like oh, sometimes, yeah. not even it, knowing. Like Andy as an example, isn't he? Yeah, Andy was the Eagles and, too. And uh-huh. like it just seems to happen that like, and everyone's always like, "Oh, Trev, you're only booking Eagles guests." When in reality, <laughs> half the time I'm not booking these guests, and they just happen to come on and be Eagles fans. <laughs> right? yeah. okay. That's Yo, funny. made my made my day, man. Steelers, <laughs> let's go, <laughs>
1: let's go.
2: <laughs> But yes, if you like us getting off topic like this and talking about completely random things outside of sneakers, this is what we do quite frequently. Yes. So uh, if you want to go back, go back. We uh, we do this quite frequently. So a lot of our stuff doesn't touch on uh, new news topics. So the episodes don't age. So if you want to yeah. go back and take a listen to anything, there's a lot of good episodes with a lot of good guests. We mentioned some of them, some other artists that we've had on. So definitely go back and take a listen to those. Yeah, definitely guys as always you can find us on instagram at in kicks we trust make sure you use the hashtag in kicks we trust for a potential feature and you can find me on instagram
1: at trevsky 63 where can they find you you can also find me on instagram kevin K Man. one let's hear it you can find me on instagram three two one like i said you could always message me about travel and kicks mainly jordan ones, but everything's free game
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. they won chef's kiss <laughs>
2: Collie, where can they find you?
3: You can find me on IG at the Life.
2: And Rich, where can
0: they find you? You find me on IG, GrailStatus13.
2: And Steve, where can they find you? And I'm sure you have a couple other places they can find you other than Instagram. So if you want to shout those out, you can shout them
4: yeah, out. Well. IG at HappyLifeWood and also TikTok at HappyLifeWood and um, HappyLifeWood.com website. Dope, awesome.
2: Dope. Steve, thank you so Steve, much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Thank we appreciate you guys. all your insight, man. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see you all next week.